Thomas. Michael. My friend, my amigo. How you doing, buddy? Let me check. <laughs> Amazing. And I really mean it this time. You know why? Why? Good night's sleep. There you go. That's oh, all yeah. you need. That's all you need. Oh, man. I am out of the fog. <laughs> I can see clearly now the brain is gone. <laughs> now, look. A week or so ago, I did a fake or real story to you. It was about people bathing in crude oil. And you said, I must have pulled that from the onion. I said, no, I didn't. So now I'm going to give you the full info. Are you ready? Yeah. Now, this isn't all over the place. This is right now. This is in Azerbaijani. And the oil come from the sub-oil reserves in that country. And according to legend, <laughs> which the spa staff tells the clients, the healing properties of oil were discovered by accident when a camel left to die near a pool of oil was cured. No, I believe that, don't you? Well, somebody had to justify and reconcile the fact that you're going to be bathing in some kind of poisonous solution. We laugh at it, but this place is visited by 70,000 people a year. Feeling low energy? Let's go to the crude oil spa. Is it a bubbling crew? <laughs> no, it's not. Are you bathing in that black gold that no. Texas tea? Now, Western doctors are a lot like you, Thomas. They say they look down at this. They say it's potentially carcinogenic, a substance found in cigarette smoke and mothballs that in large amounts cause damage and destroy red blood cells. And these people that go to this thing stay in the hot oil for up to 15 minutes. Then a team of attendants scrape the oil off them and then they probably have to bring in a fire hose to wash them down wouldn't you think have you ever changed the oil in your lawnmower and it gets all over you and you can't get it off right? sure you were actually having a healthy moment <laughs> you didn't even know it right i got a great name for this spa ready dipstick dipstick <laughs> for all the dip <laughs> that want to go there <laughs> and if you have if you have sensitive skin you can get a 10w40 mix that's a little bit lighter you know i thought the lighter was the 10w20 there you go. I have to go and technically make a correction on your joke. <laughs> These people are pretty gullible. I got some sand I can sell them, half off even. How about that? Let's open up that sand spa. What do you think? <laughs> now, here's the question I need answered. When they pull the plug on this, people in your bathing in the crude oil, does it go down the drain or into a boiler for the next customer? Mm, good question. I hope the fryer's not too hot. How hot is it? It didn't say the degrees, but it's you know it's warm. It's it's uh, you know to make you feel nice and nice and comfy. Male or female? Wouldn't you be concerned about your private parts soaking that stuff in? Yeah, it's going to go inside your body. Ugh. It just seems like the worst idea ever. <laughs> A real crude premise. Tom and Mike. Now here's something that uh, seems almost silly, but it's true. Researchers have found out that exercise may make you gain weight. What? Yep. They say people eat as much as a quarter more after a workout because they feel they deserve it. Researchers found people up their lunch meals 150 calories after working out, and chocolate consumption went up 20% among women after working out. This may explain why people can struggle to lose weight even when exercising. You know, it's funny you should say that because we had our family and friends over for a holiday recently. Right. And my wife, Karen, she's promoting that she wants me to buy this bike that is also a blender as you're pedaling. It blends like a margarita or whatever. You're kidding. No, I'm not kidding. I guess it's out there. It's a thing. And she said, okay, so we'll, it'll be a fun way to promote exercise. And then we can have this wonderful margarita, you know, when we're done exercising. 
I said, yeah, but if you're burning 200 calories, you're putting them right back in, maybe yeah. even more so, right? Yeah. So yeah, why don't you exercise after meals? Then the problem solved, right? Till you're ready for that midnight snack. You look, you got to eat, drink, and be merry. A good body is 80% diet and 20% exercise, right? That's what Trump always said. But I don't, I don't you know. <laughs> Come on, man. You don't like my jokes, do you? I do. You like yours better. I like the whole premise of this article. You know why? Why? Because I hate exercise. Well, I know you've told me many times. You say every time you get the urge to exercise, you lie down until it passes, right? That's right. That's <laughs> right. Or I just go to the refrigerator and open the door many, many times. Tom and Mike. You're not going to believe this, my friend. A wealthy Colorado neighborhood called Swastika Acres. Swastika Acres? Yep. Votes to change its name after 110 years. Cherry Hill Village City Council voted unanimously to approve a name change. Now, to be fair, it was called Swastika Acres back in 1908. Now, this is a decade before the Nazis ever associated with the ancient symbol, which originally, did you know what the symbol was, what it meant? No. It, in ancient times, it meant conductive to well-being. But anyway, the Denver Swastika Land Company started the subdivision neighborhood in 1908 before all this happened. But what's crazy is, I mean, there's no signs in the neighborhood. The only way you ever see it's called Swastika Acres is during a real estate transaction. And it still has that name, or it did until they just changed it. But uh, Seems like they need a better homeowners association, you know. <laughs> it took them 110 years to figure that one out. The city council christened a new name for the neighborhood. And I think this is a lot more work. You know what the new name is? No. Hitler Hills. Hitler Hills. There you go. <laughs> The people would come home, and every day the, the husband would come home from work, and he'd say, Heil, honey, I'm home. <laughs> oh, your Nazi jokes are really <laughs> funny today. And I thought I had it rough from that time I lived in a little town called Hammer and Sickle City. Hammer and Sickle City? Yeah. That was one of those suburbs of Philadelphia that nobody, nobody likes to talk about, right? That's right. It's amazing how this one little failed painter with anger issues and a really bad mustache could change the world's view of a symbol, isn't it? That's right. <laughs> and have you seen George Bush? He's painting and he's grown a little mustache. Have you seen him lately? Has he really grown a mustache? Yeah, a little Bostica mustache. No. <laughs> <laughs> could you see him in a mustache? I could, actually. I could see Cheney a little Hitler mustache. Yeah. Definitely, definitely Cheney. Definitely. So, people, swastika, acres, Outside of Denver is no more. I don't know what they're calling it now. It's not really going to be Hitler Hills. Maybe Adolfville. You know, back to George Bush. Yes. He's painting with his feet, right? <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I heard he's, you know, no, he's he gets not. in the bathtub and he paints with his feet. No? Is that fake news? Yeah, I think so. Right now, he's looking pretty good to me. Oh, absolutely. If it was possible to run again and he had a different running mate, yeah, I'd think about it. In the primaries, if he was, yes. prim you know, if he was taking on Trump, absolutely. I, I might vote for Satan himself, <laughs> but that's just me. That's just you. Tom and Mike. McKee's Rock, Pennsylvania, man. Do you know where McKee's Rock is? <sighs> yeah, it's just outside of Pittsburgh. Yep. They say a man was sleeping in a dumpster, and then he was tossed in the back of a garbage truck that was his being emptied, causing him to lose his prosthetic leg. The driver heard the I man he yelling. lost that leg already. No, well, he lost it. The Department of Redundancy Department. <laughs> <laughs> the driver heard the man yelling and called 911. I guess I have an idea how the man lost that original leg sleeping in dumpsters. Yeah. I'm absolutely. stumped on why he thought it'd be a good idea to sleep in a dumpster, aren't you? Was this a homeless guy? Yep. Yeah. Now, I suggest a lawsuit, but the guy doesn't have a leg to stand on, do you? Oh, no, not a leg to stand on. Would you rather lose your leg or an arm? 
considering the last stock market correction, I lost both. <laughs> Tom and Mike. I know what you need. I know what you need. I know what you need. And I'm gonna, I want you to follow me on this. Have you ever heard of a cuddle party? No, but I don't think I need one. <laughs> Remember, I'm the guy that recently moved out of my bedroom with my wife. We've always slept together for years, but I didn't want any more cuddling. I'm at that point in my life. I don't want anybody touching me. I said it as a joke. I don't think you need a cuddle party. I don't know. I know damn well I don't need a cuddle party, but strangers are meeting up to embrace and touch each other in a desperate bid to cure their loneliness and feelings of isolation. Strangers arrive at a host home before the host sits them down and tells them how they're going to touch each other. And for the next hour or two, they hold hands, cuddle, chat, and lie peacefully next to each other. People are just so sad, confused, and stupid. Not only that, there are people now called professional cuddlers. They often charge between $60 and $80 an hour. Do you know that one-fourth of all Americans had no one discuss important matters with when they come home? They found out that cuddling releases endorphins and dopamine and the cuddle hormone. So there is something to it. Okay, well. But, but strangers meeting up to embrace and pat each other in a desperate bid to cure their feelings of isolation. You know what I say? Get a damn dog. So people that are involved in these cuddle parties. Yep. It, could it just be like, you know, for your $80 an hour, you could pick up the phone and you could call like this girl to come over and cuddle with you. And how much for a happy ending? <laughs> you went there. I did. You know, if I went to one of the things I'd eat onions and wear my old gym socks just to get my money's worth. How about you? Oh, absolutely. Are men in dirty raincoats allowed to join in? You're asking for a friend. <laughs> and how soon before a game of twister breaks out? Come on, everybody get on the floor and let's do this. Right foot left. I think it's sad that a person has to pay for affection, isn't it? From the beginning of time, my friend, from the beginning of time. Just ask Robert Kraft. <laughs> That's right. And he's got all the money in the world and he still has to pay for it. No, but these cuddle parties, they're taking off. I just read that Lehigh University has opened a cuddle party for college students, mostly men. Yeah, I just heard that Yeehigh University just opened up a puddle party. <laughs> I wouldn't be, I'd be embarrassed to tell you. You've anybody. heard of Lehigh University. This is deep in the South. It's called Yeehigh University. I'd be embarrassed to tell anybody I went to a cuddle party. Wouldn't you? That just tells me that you're not secure in your cuddling. And I happen to know when you get sad, you do. You, you get into the fetal position. You get your binky and your blankie and your bobble. And you suck your thumb and your binky <laughs> at the same time. And you want mommy. I know this. I know yeah. this about you. You from a guy that still has a little teddy bear in bed with him every night. Admittedly, the teddy bear, you know, especially when it first comes out of the dryer, is extremely clean and like a human being with all those germs. Uh, right. And I am a germaphobe. Yes, you are. Tom and Mike. This is going to be interesting to you because you just told me last week that you put blonde streaks in your hair, right? Right. So you're going to have to take care of that hair, right? Right. So... They have a definitive test. Oh, by the way, before we, you know, one of the reasons I did that with my hair. Yeah. I know this sounds incredibly vain, but I had a photo shoot coming up. I have a young cousin who's a filmmaker and he's also a really good photographer. And I did a photo shoot with him down in North Carolina last week. Mm -hmm. And he shot a picture of me with the bullet. Mm -hmm. It looks fantastic. You and Claire have been asking for a picture of me with a bullet. All right, let's this get it. This is it. This is really cool looking. 
And I'm thinking about putting it on my website. I think okay. you're going to like it. All right. I want to say it, buddy. Well, anyway, this is the definitive reason or the test on how many times, how many times do you wash your hair a week? Maybe three. Okay. Well, I want to ask you a couple of questions and it'll explain when you should wash your hair. Do you use chemical? Uh, no, I, I use all natural stuff. Okay. Do you add artificial color? That's a yes, right? That would be a yes. How oily is your skin on a scale of like one point below? It's perfect. Okay. So it's not oily at all. Uh, and it's not really dry. Well, here are the questions. How often do you use chemical perming or straightening? Do you add artificial coloring? How oily is your skin? How often do you exercise? How stressed are you? Where do you spend most of your time? Okay, so what's the average that we should be? Well, and the last one is, are you naturally blonde, dark, or redhead? And how coarse is your hair? Okay, so there's a lot of variables, but what's the average of the amount of times we should be washing our hair? Well, right? it depends. If you have the few... The okay, few but I'm just asking for an average. Well, the fewer points... Will you get to the average? Come on! It depends on your hair quality and well, how you answer the questions. For example, if you answer... Only one point to all of those questions, meaning that you don't use chemical perming and you don't have oily skin and you don't exercise. Then you only wash your hair once a week. Once it, a week? Yep. But if you answer in the middle range, you wash your hair every three to four days. And then if it's the highest score, you wash your hair daily. My three times a week is about right. Yep. Boy, we are talking about absolutely nothing. Well, no, they're good tips. There's a lot of women out there that don't know how to wash their hair. And I just gave them a tip. Okay. You know, turn on the Google machine if right. you want to find out more. Yep. And if you want to have some fun, <laughs> not, anytime, not, not, any place, anywhere, 24-7, you got to go to the daily podcast. The address, Michael? What's this world coming to? Dot com. Tom and Mike.